the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, Pastor, doesn't science disprove the Bible? Isn't Genesis just a fairy tale? Is God for real? Did he really create everything in six literal days? Didn't God just use the Big Bang? Why is there death and suffering? really believe the Bible? Didn't man evolve from apes? For answers to these questions and more, stand by for Believing the Bible. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer, Ed Salzadel, all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Today, our special guest is Dr. Brian Thomas with the Institute of Creation Research. Brian has a bachelor's in biology and master's in biotechnology. I'm going to ask you about that in a moment. And year in 2019, he has received a PhD in paleobiochemistry for the University of Liverpool. He has taught second science and Christian schools in Texas. Since 2008, he's been a science writer and editor at ICR, a speaker, and researches in original tissue fossils. Brian, it's great to have you with us today. Tell me about biotechnology. Seeing the masters in biotechnology, I'm wondering about that one. What's that about? Well, we clone frogs. <laughs> we clone frogs. No, I mean, we can, I guess. Well, I came from A&M. They clone dogs at this point. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. A&M has a strong biotech facility, too. But basically, it's biochemistry mm-hmm. with a bit of an industrial application. So how do you take a gene from one species, put it into a bacteria or some other cell, grow it in a lab, and produce a product from that gene that you can then take out of the cells, harvest, and sell. So I got that degree because it was available to go to that school. And so God opens doors, you step through them. If he says go, you go. If he says don't go, you don't. So I I went, and I'm very glad because that degree gave me the opportunities to teach that I had later on, gave me the opportunities to to teach college, high school, and ultimately ultimately gave me the opportunity to join the Institute for Creation Research, where I've been for 11 years now. Excellent. A PhD in paleobiochemistry. Mm. We were talking in the pre-production show that I've never heard of such a thing, but it's it's perfect for your ministry. Tell us about it. Well, paleo means old, bio means life, chemistry means chemical, so it's old chemicals of life. In other words, dinosaur proteins. And the reason this is perfect for our ministry is because Secular scientists, mostly paleontologists, have long expected bones that they discover in Earth's rocks to not really be bone, but to be mineral that replaced that bone. So when you say fossil, to most people, fossil means it's a rock in the shape of a bone. And that's because that's what it says in museum placards and on TV shows and everything else. But secular scientists for a long time now have been have been taking apart these bones, finding that it's not just mineral, it's original bone material, including original soft material, including protein. So the reason this is so significant to me, and I started this research before I imported my research into the program at the university because I was already sort of in the middle of it all, and and I was finding there's more than just one discovery, and we have now 100 published papers all compiled that describe in the technical science literature proteins and biochemicals and whole tissues intact, including blood, blood vessels, cells, all in fossils, not just dinosaur, but many other kinds of fossils. These 
kinds of materials don't last a million years. They don't last that long. They fall apart due to the most fundamental laws of the universe, the first and second laws of thermodynamics. Second law says everything falls apart. And it is. It's falling apart. Um, we can measure the rate at which these chemicals uh, fall apart. And we've done that. I uh, just finished that experiment. We replicated the experiment that secularists have done and finished it up about two months ago now. And sure enough, we found a decay rate for collagen, which is the most common protein found in bone. And secularists have found collagen in these bones. So to answer your question, that's the long answer, but it shouldn't be there. If it's millions of years old, it should not be there. And yet there it is in sample after sample after fossil after fossil. It's as though all these fossils sampled from every continent so far except Australia. Even South America has original organics in its fossils. Sorry, even Antarctica. Yes, South America too. It's like the whole world and all of its fossils and rock layers that contain them were deposited thousands, not millions of years ago. And if that's the case, then the flood of Noah explains these rock layers and their fossils. The recent thousands of years ago flood, not the secular time scheme and the stories that we hear on TV and in these museums. So those stories are wrong. I don't believe them. I'm going with science of soft tissue fossils instead. Ken Ham says this very succinctly. If the world was covered by a worldwide flood, what would we expect to find? Billions of dead things buried in rock layers, laid down by water, all over the earth. And what do we find? Billions of dead things buried in rocks all over the earth. We need Buddy Davis to sing it, though. Just incidentally, a lot of what you were just talking about, especially in terms of collagen degradation, is contained in an article in ICR's Acts and Facts magazine for August. So if people want to follow up on that, they are welcome to do so. By the way, that's a free monthly subscription. Exceptional. Exceptional magazine that's free. And we would recommend that anybody go onto the ICR website and sign up for Acts and Facts. It's an exceptional resource. You're listening to Believing the Bible. Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. The thing you're probably most known for around ICR circles is dinosaurs. How on earth are dinosaurs important to us today? Number one, they're fascinating because they were so big and they're no longer here. And so even as a kid, you know, this is why six-year-olds get enamored with dinosaurs. And I was one of them. And I still am. You know, I'm no longer six. I'm not saying that, but (laughs) I'm still fascinated. It's because you look at them and you think to yourself, when were these walking on earth? And where did they go? When did all that happen? Now, I was, as a six-year-old, I was asking those questions. I went to my first museum. My parents took me to a museum in in Wyoming when I was a little bitty kid. I started asking, where did these come from? Where did they go? And they said, well, they came from other reptiles that evolved into dinosaurs millions of years ago, and they went extinct millions of years ago. And that was the answer I received, and I thought, okay, if that's what science has proven, then I have to go with that. Later on in life, I started reading the Bible, and those millions of years are nowhere in the pages. And so I thought, okay, someone's telling the wrong story. It's either the Bible Bible, or it's the people at the museum slash everyone else <laughs> in our culture. And so I thought, okay, I want to get to the bottom of this. I want to know the answer for myself. And when I started to see the evidence against the millions of years, evidence for recent deposition of these dinosaurs, I thought, okay, I think I know where I'm going. I'm going to go with the Bible. And after all, if it makes sense that the science would support the scripture since, since it's the same God who wrote this Bible who also created the world that we live in and flooded it according to his word, Genesis chapters 6 through 9. So why are 
dinosaurs significant? Because they become for us at the Institute missionary lizards. We can talk about dinosaurs because everyone's interested in them and we can ask origins questions based on what we've now learned about dinosaurs. For example, soft tissues are still inside dinosaur bones, blood vessels. And I have asked people, I've asked paleontologists, how do you explain this? And one guy said, well, I think it's all a mistake. Someone dropped their lunch into the test. Contamination. Contamination. And another person said, another expert said, there's no soft tissues. It's fossilized. You know, as though just no clue. No clue that there's even blood vessels and and red blood cells and hemoglobin and, and collagen and elastin and tubulin and all these different proteins still inside these fossils just don't have a clue. So why is it relevant? Because these missionary lizards have great evidence in them that points to the Genesis record being correct and the secular storytelling about the past being not correct. I can verify the fascination. I was fascinated by dinosaurs just like you as a kid. My son was to the point to where he's six years old and he's talking about Rampharynchus, which is his pronunciation of the thing fascinated me. And now his son at age six, if I mispronounce a dinosaur, corrects me (laughs) because they are fascinated by I'm not sure they'd be fascinated by them if they actually met a T-Rex, but (laughs) (laughs) we would run. (laughs) It would be a whole different thing. Now, you said something interesting there. You've asked secularists, what do you do with this? And one answer I heard you say, there is no soft tissues or it's contamination. There has been a lot of research and verification done with the early soft tissue finds that were published by Dr. Mary Schweitzer, who is not a creationist, who is an evolutionist, but she is held by her findings that there are soft tissues preserved in there. What I almost heard you say was it has become a religion of I'm going to believe what I'm going to believe regardless of the data. There is some of that going around. And the reason is, well, for some of my secular colleagues, the reason really ties back to a spiritual cause. You know, we kind of filter what we put into our own mind. You know, if if we start to admit, yes, there's soft tissue in these, then we have to come up with an explanation that fits the data. So Dr. Schweitzer's explanation is we just don't know how fast or slow this stuff decays, even though we do. She has to turn a blind eye to those studies, the decay rates. That's her answer. Other secularists, they say, well, those discoveries are wrong. They're false. They're just not. It's bacteria or something else. It's not uh, dinosaur tissue. Because we know that the decay rate is good science. And that's repeatable, observable, lab bench science. You can decay these things and measure the decay rate. And it does not last a million years. And since we know it's a million years, it can't be real. So that's the other that's the other <laughs> side. Now, I'm on the sidelines looking at both of these camps, battling with one another in the scientific literature. And I'm going, you know what? It is real and it doesn't last that long. And the spiritual aspect comes into play when they start to think, well, if I admit that it is real and it doesn't last that long, then I have to say that these were deposited only thousands of years ago. And that means that the flood explains it. The Bible's right. And now all of a sudden I can see where this is heading. I'm accountable to a creator and I want to live the way I want to live and do things I want to do the way I want to do them. I don't want this accountability to a creator, so I'm going to instead deny the reality of this science or that science. Well, the Pharisees did similar things, didn't they? They denied. They saw people rise from the dead and still denied the Lord, you know, denied that he was God. And so we definitely put blinders on when it comes to us wanting to believe a certain thing. I applaud those folks who are listening and who are willing to reevaluate what you believe and examine the evidence fair-handedly. And like I did, and it's a hard labor to do, but when you do it, you come out the other side believing and knowing that God's Word got it right all along. Brian, we thank you for your ministry and for everything you're doing for God's Word. Thank you, Scott. 
We recommend that you check out Terry Reed's book on his website at Why Should You Believe? You can get access to a whole range of Dr. Carl Williams' books on Christian historical fiction on Amazon.com. And we also recommend Scott Lane's new book, What If God Wrote the Bible, which is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere else. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger in Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzwell, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.